Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody. This is your pre-spoiler warning announcement. That's right. We're Didn't expect do, that, did you? We're going to do this thing and then the spoiler warning then the show, yeah. uh, and a warning, it's a long spoiler warning. That's the first warning. <laughs> this is the longest spoiler warning we've ever done, mm-hmm. so heads up on that. Uh, second thing is uh, our special guest on this show is uh, the one and only Michelle Brazier, friend of the podcast. Mm. You, you, you know her. Um, but we're putting up top that she is coming to Edinburgh. Mm. So if you are in Scotland, England, Ireland, Heck, even if you're across the channel in France, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, head up to the Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, You can find out more details at Michelle Brazier on uh, TikTok and Instagram. Uh, Please check out Michelle Brazier. She is one of the greatest live performers from Australia. You're going to have a great time. Anyway, enjoy this spoiler warning. Uh, this is your official Leguizamarama spoiler warning. Uh, if you have not seen Empire, the 2002 action film, and for some reason as I sit between our guest and my co-host, I have a feeling one of them didn't and I'm just really... Did you? Yes. What? You both watched not, it? Yeah. Yes. All right, cool. I don't know why. Why don't you trust us? No, because right before Zach pressed record, I was like, so we all watched it, right? And you both just kind of nodded once. No, but I was already <laughs> recording. Oh, okay. And I think Michelle was aware that I was recording. Yeah, I know so what's this going is on. All, oh. this is, so this is, and I think we can just keep all of this, We're Tom. being professional. So the reason why we were like brusque in our response was because we were like, I'm recording. Oh, I didn't we like, yep, let's that, yeah. keep going. We were like, yep. Okay, I apologise. It was just a professional, yep. That's all right. Well, I'm glad we all watched it because I'm quite keen to chat about it. But if you haven't watched it and you really want to watch it, uh, don't listen to the second half of this podcast because we'll probably be chatting about it. And don't watch the trailer because it'll tell you everything. Everything. (laughs) Everything that happens. Never watch the trailer. I always watch trailers. That's a good conversation for for the pod. For the pod. This is the spoiler warning. Rather than the spoiler warning. We haven't even introduced you yet. I'm special guest, Broden Kelly. Um, yeah, anyway, this is your spoiler warning. We're going to be chatting about 2002's Empire. Anyway, see you at the pod. <laughs> it's officially the longest spoiler warning yeah. we've done yet. I Because I listen to this podcast, which is honestly, it's the only podcast of my friends is that I listen to. Oh, no, I listen warning? to Do Go On. This is still spoiler yeah, is warning, still Michelle. Spoiler. I was just, well, I just wanted to say that, like, I expected to hear the music. Just oh. now, I was like, my brain was like, peace, I hate, hate the, the word. Well, M- Michelle, you're going to hear the music right now. Yay. Peace. I hate the word. I got, I got one leg, you're going to pop to the ticket. You're going to put a little cornstarch on my werewolf, man. Luigi Mario. Hello. We didn't get to hear it at all. <laughs> it's, we put it in post. Hello and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizamarama podcast where two friends watch every single thing starring their favourite character actor who they learnt pretty early on was just an actor that could do character and lead, um, John Leguizamo. I am one of those hosts. I'm Zachary Ruane. Uh, you might know me as having just been announced that I'm in a children's science fiction show. 
Oh, did they Has just it been announce it? it? It's been announced. I'm oh, looking for yeah. the press. Yeah, can you show us the photo? Um, which I said yes to. Did you do uh, promo Purely photos? because I knew Mish would have to watch it. I'm joined, <laughs> as always, <laughs> by my uh, dear friend, Mish Wittrup, <laughs> who you might know from... Literally, for the first time in a while, I have nothing on the horizon <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. Like, if you yeah. ask me what I'm doing or what I'm up to, what's happening, for at least the next few months... Nothing. Nothing. So if you see anything I do pop up in the next few months, know that that just came right off the noggin real quick. <laughs> oh, and it was it had no pre-planning done to it whatsoever. But I'm very excited for you in this ABC Kids show. You could have said you don't like sci-fi. You didn't have to, like, go into the whole... Oh, I don't like sci-fi. Yeah, that yes, was what do. I was setting up. fucking idiot. <laughs> you oh, love sci-fi. Yes, sorry. Joined as, uh, not as always, uh, by a, a, a dear friend. <laughs> Third time, but Third time. Third time, dear friend, friend of the podcast, the one, the only, Michelle Brazier. You might know her from all the stuff. Michelle, hello. How are you? Hello. I'm good. I have something to say. Yeah, please. I think that all character actors can be leads. Mm. I think that is part of being a character actor. I don't, I can't think of any character actors that I wouldn't love to see play a lead. Do you okay. know? I don't know if I agree with that. Oh, wow, fun. We've got Ooh, some commercial radio that's, that's why I brought uh, conflict it up. here. I brought it up because I, wa- I wanted to challenge your... Okay, I think th- I'm going to be the, the mediator, What do you the think? moderator. Well, no, all, like all turtles are tortoises I'm try- not all tortoises are turtles. Are, I think all character actors are leads and not all leads mm. are character actors. Yeah. Yes, I agree with the no, not all leads are character actors. I agree with that. Being a lead is a very specific skill. Mm. Uh, yeah. And not all leads. Most leads, great leads, are not good character actors and it's a bit awful. When, and I would say, and I've said this before on the podcast, have I said this before on the podcast? I don't know what you're talking about. Part of the problem with Hollywood today is too many leads in character actor roles. You yes. only need two leads. You only need a sexy man and a sexy lady. It's like taking, um, I realised this when we did that stupid animation, which was fine. Um, where they <laughs> took a bunch of lead actors, like Hollywood actors, and put them in the mm. roles of these animated characters. Mm. And it was just... What was the animation? <laughs> a Titan AI. Nah. It was awful. Well, no, it wasn't That's awful. Fine. I can't keep good. saying things were awful. I didn't like it because it was very sci-fi. Okay. Sam, Sam Lingham liked it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We get Sam Lingham on for us he likes sci-fi. sci-fi. He likes sci-fi. He reads sci-fi books. He's yeah, like proper sci-fi. Yeah, he reads sci-fi. the books. Yeah. Um, he just texted me. I, I haven't read it. It's probably about sci-fi. He's here. <laughs> He's here somewhere in the studio. He's in the Is building. He? Yeah. I thought he was. No, he's doesn't not. matter. He's he came back early. No, he's in. No, he's not. He's here. I saw him. We Is walked he? in together. Oh, okay. Is he back? Mish, he's twist. been dead for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he got back today from interstate. I think he might have. And he this is not interesting. <laughs> We can't. We can't talk. But about like, okay, so like, give me an example. Give me an example of a character actor stepping into a lead and it not working. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So, and I'm ready to be proven wrong. Like, I think Brooke Shields is a lead who can character act. There are, there that are is are such characters. a specific example. I think about Brooke Shields all the time because we have the same eyebrows. But um, I think Brad oh. Pitt and Guy Pearce are two character actors that, because of their looks, yeah. um, a, well, have been put into the lead Jennifer category. Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, She's a, a character point. actor. A they got point. her wrong. Yeah, because okay. when you're that attractive, oh, what a burden that is. <laughs> It so annoying that me. she gets those $20 million roles oh, now instead just, of those $5 million roles. Oh, like, making $20 million yeah. a piece and, yeah. and, and slowly working yourself into a oh. character role. But who's that? Sarah it Michelle Gellar, she's funny. She's really funny. But people didn't 
people never knew. I think Sarah Michelle Gellar has had the coolest career. I know. She's in everything fucking cool. Yeah, but everything cool. And she also, she got all her youth in this (laughs) fucking sick show that made her... She's so lost much all money. Her youth. Lot, she lost it, just but then she gets to just do what she wants in adulthood. I believe yeah. that Sarah Michelle Gellar is literally just doing what she wants. But I think yeah. Kim Cattrall's got that mad good as well, though. Hey? Yeah, because she's yeah. literally just like, Incredible. I'm not going to do the neck, the new one. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do it because I don't want to. And everyone's like, please, and she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, she like the Rock Dwayne Johnson yeah. came around, and she's doing. Oh, she's doing a little. Cameo. She did a cameo, which made me think this could be the conspiracy theory yeah. in me. Maybe I did date too many chefs because the first thing I thought was maybe the whole thing was a bit of a stunt. Potentially. No. No, I don't reckon. Okay, I don't think so either because I believe Kim Cattrall. I like her. But, it, <laughs> but like, it, it, it made me think that it could be. And I bet you money there's a bunch, a bunch, a very decent handful of conspiracy theorist chefs that think that the whole thing was a stunt. <laughs> yeah. why, but why, why do you, do you think it was? Because I, I, that's always no. fun. But I always think like it's like when a bad ad you know, when there's a bad ad and people are like, that bad ad was bad on purpose because then everyone was talking about the product. And I've now done enough ads or been around advertising people enough to know mm. it's really, really hard to make a good ad. It would be so hard to do like a it's clever, so bad it's good. you know, like, <laughs> hey, we're going to do a bad ad that like cuts through and then someone would be like, yeah, but if it doesn't, I get fired, so no. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and also like the brand would never want to do it. They no. just never want to do it. No that. one would. There's never been a bad thing. Like, the brand, ever. any brand, you can't even like. Mm. You can't fart. Like no. you can't, it's not. I also, uh, uh, the room, you know how Tommy Wisey was like, yeah, it's on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was like, sir. Was not. There's that, on purpose and yeah. then there's that. I, I'm going to jump in though and say that just because an actor is funny doesn't necessarily mean that they're a character actor. I think there are great leads that are funny. I think a Chris Pine, he might be a character actor and I don't know that yet. But a Chris Pine is very, very funny and a lead. Uh, yeah. Will Smith oh, is I'm very, s- very funny and a lead. Your, your brain very good because that's so true. Because Chris Pine, I would not put him in if because I always like this is how I operate when well, it comes to Chris reviewing. Chris Pine film. in Who's uh, Captain, Star- Am- Captain America. No, that's Chris. Um, Chris, uh, another Chris. Oh. That's Chris. Uh, no, ooh. it's not, is it? Captain Chris Pine is Star Trek. Captain America and, looks, um, he's the man who looks like Tim when Tim had hair. Captain, what's his name? Oh, yeah, that's a little bit. very kind to Tim. He does. I love Tim. No, look, I'm going to get you a photo of that Captain American guy. It looks exactly like Tim looked when, oh, he, wow. had, when he had I, hair. Is it not Chris? Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Okay, so which one's Chris Pine's then? Chris Pine is. I don't watch Star Trek. No, no. Oh, him. He's in Wonder Woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah all right, yeah. here's a fun fact about Chris Pine, right? You know how I went to that premiere mm. uh, and he was in that movie, yes. right? And I was far away from him. I was like a good half a block. I'm showing you this photo of Chris Evans. Yeah, I need to see Tim the same with teeth hair. As, oh, yeah. Okay, he Don't does. Don't you remember Tim with hair? Yeah, yeah but hair. I just, yeah, that's, yes. He has a vibe. <laughs> I see it. There's a vibe. Yeah. Um. Chris Pine was across the street saying hello to fans. He was wearing like a loose-fitting silk suit 
And I have never in my entire life seen a more attractive man in mm. my entire life. And you know how usually you when you see people life. from the movies, mm. yeah. they're smaller or more plain than you'd expect? Yes. Smaller is true, yeah. Smaller, but also just more plain. I feel like what looks good on screen is not necessarily what is striking in person. Mm. There's like a fineness to their features and a plainness. Mm-hmm. Chris Pine from across the street <laughs> was the most attractive man I've ever seen in my life. That's Ma- amazing. Michelle is showing me a picture of Tim. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, same, yeah 100% I see same it. Same category. It's very different with um, hair. Yeah. I, I totally get that. Isn't uh, that interesting? I've, ne- I've never seen a celebrity in real life, like the one of the hot ones, I don't think. The, the like super hot ones. Yeah, I want to see one of the hot ones. I've I'm not seen. Sa- I'm not saying that funny is necessarily character. Sorry, I've really derailed this. By no, talking no, no, about no. That's Chris okay. Evans. Go you for it. You say you listen to this pod. This is very in keeping. Okay. Yeah. What were you saying about um, Mish? What were you saying about Zach's brain was very good because oh. the way your brain works is. I wouldn't have thought of it like that, but that's so because okay. So the original argument, if we go back to the original argument, which is that Braz believes that every character actor could be a lead actor. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you looked at me and you went, "What's your opinion?" And you were like, "Say it." And I was like, "I don't." I don't know you yet. To think about I haven't developed the thought. Yeah. I don't think I agree with you, but I can't think of any examples, which makes me think that maybe Braz is on the money. I guess it depends on the part. This is what I would say. I think it depends on the part. Vincent D'Onofrio could be the lead and has been clo- close to the lead or the lead many times. He was the mm. lead in um, the, 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 not CSI, the other one, Law and Order. Yeah. And 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 I think the more character actor they are, the more interesting the film has to be for them mm. to be the lead. Because I'm thinking when you go yes. deep into character actor, like uh, the one we love from Speed and Donnie Darko. Oh, Beth Grant. Beth Grant. Now, Beth Grant could be the lead. She's the Christian mum in Donnie Darko. I'm just Googling she always, Beth Grant. She's, she's, like, in oh, she's in Tu Wong Fu. Oh, my God. I'm she's always like that. She always plays like the uptight lady Aren't that's you? like, Oh, no. Oh, what are you doing? (laughs) She could be the lead. Oh, yeah. But here's what I think. Here's what I think. I actually think, yes, any character actor could be the lead of the right kind of film. Mm. But to lead a big budget film Mm. is, I think, a rare, 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 rare skill. To be able to be charismatic and carry a film like that through all of that. And I think we see it sometimes with Marvel because... It used to be, I remember reading this thing once where it was like if superheroes were a big thing and it wasn't an interconnected universe like it is with Marvel, Tom Cruise would be playing three of them. Tom Cruise would play Iron Man and then four years later he would play, I don't know, Ant-Man. Or like you'd have three or four leads playing multiple mm. parts but because it's an interconnected universe, mm. they've got, they've have to ha- they keep having to find like leading men usually, but leading people, and they're stretching it. And sometimes there are times where you go, oh, they're good, but they can't carry a $200 million film. Yeah, I don't know. I just haven't seen that. In in my opinion, all character actors I've seen, play leads, have done well. Mm. So I am yet to be, it is yet to be proven that they are not. It might be an arbitrary distinction. I was thinking, so the only one I can kind of think of is Rob Schneider. <laughs> now that is a lead. <laughs> I don't that think, is like, a, but, then, but then I go. That's an ingenue. He's been the lead in films, yeah, but not a leading man, yeah, not a not a lead. Like it's not been a like they've very much been character driven 
and also not great films. So I think... <laughs> yeah, I don't think Rob Schneider... I think Rob Schneider... I think Rob Schneider... I think this is the Schneider effect. I think you think you know something, but then Rob Schneider comes <laughs> in and fucks you. But we've never given Rob Schneider the opportunity to well, do an uncut gem. we have multiple times for like a decade. No, because oh, he's still gems, doing... Yeah. We're seeing him still do the same thing. We've never given him an but uncut my question gem. To you, I don't think we should. My question to you, <laughs> I also Michelle, don't think he's good. My question to you, did you look up... Beth Grant, are you familiar with yes, who Beth Grant yeah. is now? Do you think Beth Grant could carry iRobot? <laughs> I've not seen iRobot, but yeah, I do. Answer the question, Brad. Do, do you, you think, think Beth Grant could carry, carry iRobot? Yeah. Could she carry Bad Boys 2? Is she Ant-Man, Brad? Is she fucking Ant-Man? Honestly, yeah, she's Ant-Man to me. Yeah. <laughs> Grant is Ant. Beth Grant is Ant Man. Hey, I love that challenging provocation from you. <laughs> no, but I think it's a really interesting point. Um, I just, I do. I think there are very, very few actors that can do it all really well. Yeah. Like, and in doing this project, project, this Leguizamarama project, I've realised that John Leguizamo has shone in every genre, in every. Like part. in every part. And like that and that says to me that he's like surely one of the best. One he's of the right? good. You yeah. should start a podcast about him. Yeah. Well, we did. We did. And lucky that he's good. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> thank God. Because sometimes that's all I'm hanging on. 100%. Um, earlier before the podcast started, Michelle, uh, you mentioned that you're a coffee snob mm. and I just was wondering <laughs> if you'd like to talk about that. Can I just say the, the why, yeah. why this conversation started? Because I feel like we need to build the scene. Okay, sure. Um, if we do morning, because this is a morning podcast right now, we're recording in the morning. And if we yeah. record in the morning with a guest, I often buy them a coffee. Very kind. And so Very I gave Braz a little call and I was like, do you want a coffee? Yes, I want a coffee. Fucking sick. Now, I'm, I live about 15-minute drive from the studio. Ten minute and on a good day. Ducks in yourself. No, because it could be in any direction. Oh, you're ducks in, you're making so a you're duck make, circle. You're making a circle. A ducks radius. Oh, for fuck's sake. It doesn't matter. No, that's right. You live, uh, you live forty. I didn't say minutes. if it was a drive or if it was, a, but then I get in my car later in the story. Up. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Okay. No, no. You so could. I was like, I want a coffee. Most people live within, <laughs> here. Most people live within fifteen minutes of this studio. I was like, I want a coffee for the drive. I'm very tired this morning, so I was like, I'm going to get a coffee, but I don't want to get Brazza's coffee from the same place because then by the time I get to the studio, it'll be cold. Yeah. So I ended up getting myself a coffee at a Degani's. Now, if you're overseas, they don't have Degani's overseas. Might even be an interstate. Thing. Not all states have it. Oh, well, Degani's is like a chain cafe. So your Costa, your Costas, your Starbucks, your coffee of. clubs, your coffee clubs, yeah. Gloria Jean, yes. your your, your <laughs> coffee bean and tea leaf. It's yeah. not a Starbucks. I think it's the yeah. one yeah. down from a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, I went and got myself one from there because that's convenient. Yeah. And then I did the drive, and then I went to a nice trendy place near the studio and bought Braz. Her soy flat white. Which I appreciate. And then I put them down and I was like, here's your from this leopard place and here's mine from Degani's. And Braz said, thank you so much. Oh, yum, yum. Um, I'm so glad you didn't get it for me from Degani's because if you'd gotten it from me from, from Degani's, <laughs> I would have been like, oh, thank you. Yeah. And I get that because I too like good coffee. Now continue the story, Braz. To be fair, I was like just making a little joke at my own expense. I yeah. wasn't trying oh, to 100%. say, oh, thank God you didn't get me that disgusting I think we drink. need to really, really convey conf- <laughs> tone here. Yeah. There yeah. Was, it wasn't uh, like you feral pov bitch drink your peasant <laughs> coffee. You stupid I bitch. I think there was a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it really 
really wasn't that. It no. Was, it was a uh, fun gag amongst friends, you know. We're recontextualising it here you. by publishing yeah. I, it. I'm I so sorry if anyone out there is, like, unfollowing Michelle Brazier because of that story. <laughs> grow up. Like, Listen. Yeah. Grow up. Listen. <laughs> I. So what I was going to say when Zach, we had this conversation and you said, are you a coffee snob? I said, yeah, I'm the worst. And then you said, I'm happy with instant. And I, I went to say, and then you said, save it to the pot. Save yeah, it the pod. Because I said so I was That's ha- what we're up to. So for context, I said I was happy with instant. But do you know what? There's a caveat on that. There's a little okay, asterisk next okay. to that. So you say your thing and then I'll say my little asterisk. Okay. So my coffee preferences are like a batch brew from a place with a barista with many tattoos in his 40s. Mm. In his 40s. Yes. Like you're choosing this with life. With some yes. form of certificate. Yes. In the cafe He's somewhere. won competitions. Yeah. Or it's a cafe run by lesbians and they can be any age. But mm-hmm. it's very specific. They've made me a batch brew. There's two on offer. Mm. And I've I've had one I'm of those. I am a little, little bit horny. My second... I mean, always <laughs> horny. It's like... You're I so, honestly just got a little bit horny. Mish, there's a concept in physics. I'm not going to talk about physics that much. But there's this concept that's come out of quantum physics. Now, I don't understand it. I'm going to blow it. Beth so if, Grant. There's a, if there's a physicist listening, um, they're going to go, Zach, you blew it. Grant man. But basically. Grant in Grant Grant man. man. I'm Grant man. <laughs> but if there is a concept in quantum <laughs> physics that there is no true vacuum. Because there's always the possibility that a particle could come out of it. This has come out of uh, quantum physics. Yeah, I'm going to kill myself. No, no, just listen (laughs) to me here. Listen to me here. It's basically saying that the state, that the the vacuum of the universe is never truly at zero, right? Because there's always the potential that something could emerge. And that is how I feel about your horniness. (laughs) Your horniness is always just on the edge so that you can say, hey, this coffee conversation, it's making me horny. really funny to me. You always say shit's making you horny. I don't know if it is. I think you're just horny. (laughs) I don't think this talk is making you horny. To the edge. Are either of you like even slightly more horny than you were before Brad started a coffee conversation? I'm hornier now like slightly because we're talking about horniness but not because of the coffee. I don't know. I think I'm like the same horny. As you were at the start of this I conversation. I think so, yeah. yeah the I'm more not. we talk about I started about- thinking about the cafe full of lesbians then I was like, ah, oh, there could be. But yeah, maybe that makes me a little no, bit No, it's horny. the 40-year-old with Yeah, I know. We have different yeah. references. <laughs> Oh, it was the 40 year I thought you were horny over Batch Brew. No, it's the whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> I was like, what, are you, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm glad I actually dug in because now that I know you're talking about the 40-year-old man serving no, coffee, No, it was the whole thing. Attractive. It was yeah. the getting a delicious coffee from someone very attractive who's very good at making them. Mm-hmm. That whole situation is a is – like, I'm not saying I'm like – Crack and moisty. I'm just saying <laughs> that, like, I'm. I'm yeah, like, I get. It. I get it now. Ooh. I get. It's the man serve. It's the sexy man serving. All, all the lesbians. Like it was the, the whole lesbians. thing. Hot people with who, hot talented people who do things for you. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> That's what it I is. Get it. And I she's get wearing it. a singlet top and her arms are out. <laughs> yeah, nice. I'm fine. <laughs> she looks like that new super lady. <laughs> Anyway, so that's my first preference. My second preference is a really good soy latte. This is rare. It has to be Bon Soy yeah. or Happy Happy Soy Boy. You, even then, it's still a risk. But I will not get a get a coffee from somewhere that has like alternative milk company. I'm not doing that. I'm not interested in a 
Oh, no, no, no. Here goes all my ad campaigns mm. for Yeah, Vitasoy. I would be really careful here, Michelle. Um, <laughs> this is your bread and butter here. <laughs> but if, if Happy Happy Soy Boy is listening, yeah. I just want to say thank you. And it has they have to not burn it. So pe- I drink soy yeah. milk and people fuck it up. It's so easy to fuck up. Mm. And it's it just is and then it's ruined and it's really bad and you've paid five dollars. So I'm really specific. And at a Dagani, for starters, I don't think they're carrying bonsoy. Or happy, well, happy soy boy. I, I don't think so, no. But if they are, then I think they're going to burn it, you know. There's mm-hmm. a lot of places that are going to burn it. I don't think the, the barista or the lesbians, I don't think that those people will burn it, but I think they've taken more care in the batch brew and out of respect for them, I would prefer to have the batch brew. But those are my two options. And then my third option mm. is instant coffee. Yeah. So mm. this is where my asterisk is similar to you. In fact, I think it's because I am more of a coffee snob than I'm letting on. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Here's a twist. <laughs> I was at a, at, at a thing recently. I was in an office recently and uh, they had like a whole coffee machine and because, because people were being funny about plunger coffee, so they got in this whole like espresso machine, right, mm. those like home ones. And um, they offered to make me one and it was a whole complicated thing and they did a great job. But what I said and what I realised in this moment, I was like, no, no, I'll have an instant coffee because I was of the opinion and I think uh, because everyone, I felt like everyone was, people get so coffee snobby that they're like, I only drink espresso coffee, not I only drink the best coffee available to me in this situation. Because I think a bad espresso coffee without the right amount of pressure and Mm -hmm. heat is Maybe not worse than an uh, an instant coffee, but an instant coffee is the drug and you get it done quick. Mm. I think it, yeah. You yeah. know, it, they're both I'd not great. I'd prefer a plunger. I've got an AeroPress at home. Mm. Yeah. I take my AeroPress to the UK because they don't do soy over there. And as much as I try, I can't get into the oat. Sounds like a Missy Higgins my coffee. lyric. I take my AeroPress to the UK. <laughs> I you know take my AeroPress to London <laughs> when I feel sad and miss you. I am... <laughs> I want the AeroPress. <laughs> I want the AeroPress for me. <laughs> Wish I was driving down the Hume Highway with my AeroPress beside me and my blue healer. She's having a time of it in the back of the U. I'm singing. Um, I don't London's want- not the same without you. London's not the same. All I've got is international roast and London's not the same. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, no, so actually I think I drink instant coffee because I'm a coffee wanker, but I'm not such a coffee wanker that if the coffee's bad at a place, I'm, I'm not like pushing to change it or refusing the coffee. I refuse the coffee. Okay. Yeah, right. But yeah, I I'm- also... Don't it doesn't affect me as much. I can have a coffee at night time and go to sleep. Oh, mm. right. So yeah, I'm not right, I'm not looking for I'm the, up, for I'm the up hit. For I'm looking for the ritual. I'm looking for a hot beverage in my hand mm. and, and an exchange with a stranger. Yeah. I am um, my coffee opinion is mm-hmm. thus I just need one in the morning and yeah. whatever's the most convenient, right. easy for me to get. So um, I really wanted one for the drive. Otherwise, I would have waited to get one at the trendy place. I also wasn't aware at that point exactly how many coffees I needed to buy. Um, but the this Degani yeah. is, of all the Deganis I've tried, the best, which makes it a 5 out of 10, to That's be completely great. clear. But also, I will say this, I'm an oat milk drinker. Braz is a soy milk drinker. Different. Massive difference. I would have an oat from It is from so easy to yes. fuck up soy and yeah. soy... Like I know everyone's like I'm sure there are a lot of people out there just like fucking unfollowing Braz today, right? Hearing all this shit going, absolutely not. I wouldn't but have you thought hear it was me. that bad. 
but you hear me. I think we've really put an area out of context. She really. I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to say I'm not going in there. I would just be like, oh no, thank you. To be very clear, I'm joking. Oh, you got one of those peanut butter balls? I'll have one of those. I would have been just polite and nice. You're playing with a woman's reputation. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to say that Bon Soy and Happy Happy Soy Boy or whatever Give me a call. are the best soy milks by far and away and isn't as good. But if Vita Soy wants to prove to me that they are as good financially. Maybe through a taste test. Yeah, through or, a taste test or um, through chats with a potential agent that I no, might get. But we're talking about, we're just saying, we're trying to, to set up. I'm just not the, interested in working with them. Michelle. You don't want your name on. No. Okay. Huge you, risk for you. That's how much money you Four things that you can advertise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Tom, can you go back and bleep out every time I say the brand? Yeah, thank you, <laughs> Yeah, Tom. thank you, Tom. Thanks, thank you. Tom. And, and also that time. Yeah. The, the, all the time. Oh, every time. The, the past and future. Every yeah. single We're time. We're going to get you a fucking deal with <laughs> And that time as well, Tom. Um, um, should we g- jump into the... Yeah, uh, we're going to cut to an ad break. Yeah, of course. And of, what you need to understand is you have to listen through the whole ad break because after the ad break, Michelle Brazier is going to reveal... Uh, Her favourite coffee order. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> All right, we're back. Brad, what's your coffee order? It's a batch proof. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we already we said already that. From that. A you listen to the whole ad for that. <laughs> Egg on your face. <laughs> All right. Um, I am on uh, Blurb today. Blurby. Let's do it. <clears throat> Empire is an action slash drama film set in New York and released in 2002 but was obviously filmed or partially filmed in the first half of 2001. Cool. It tells the story of Victor, a self-described Latin hustler who makes a living selling cocaine on behalf of Isabella Rossellini, surrounded by a tight group of friends and adoring girlfriend named Carmen, whose mum was in Sex in the City for a few episodes and it took me a whole movie to figure that out. <laughs> Life is flipped for Victor when Jack, played by Peter Skarsgård, or Sarsgaard, and we got into a lot of trouble for how we pronounced that name. Oh, last we? Well, they're yeah. two did different names. Skarsgård. Yeah, I, th- I think it's Sarsgaard. He is a Sarsgaard. Yeah. Alexander is a Skarsgaard. Oh, there are the Skarsgaard. <gasps> there's the Skarsgaard dynasty. And, and then Alexander there's also Sarsgaard. Sarsgaard. And this yeah. is Peter Sarsgaard. I always assumed they had the same name. Same. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, Important. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I said that so definitively. Because old Sarsy boy's check. in a lot. This of is films the one. With, this is the one that's married to Maggie. Yeah, Gyllenhaal, whose brother was very mean to Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, have you not heard? No. Oh, I know it all too well. <laughs> <laughs> Mish over here entertaining herself. Ah, what a fucking loser. Yeah, Skarsgård and Sarsgaard. Ah, oh, that that okay. that really makes a difference. <laughs> he's in. I've, he's been in so many leggy leggies movies. 
Hmm. And we've Ladies. been saying Skarsgård the whole time. Yeah. I'm sorry, everyone listening. Skarsgård. <clears throat> Life is flipped for Victor when Jack, played by Peter Sarsgaard, a presumably wealthy uptowner, offers him a job. Offers him a job. Offers him job. Offers him job. With offers the- him job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want, yeah, you want job. job. Offers him a job. Fucking <laughs> hell. Woo. Offers him a job with the fancy boys. John plays Victor, the lead role. Hello. Um, he's in every single scene of this movie except for three of them. He is in it heaps. Is that your that's your blurb? Yeah, he is in it heaps. I thought that was fine. That was a good blurb. No, he no, because I was sure just about to start talking. You. Oh, yeah, okay. that was a good blurb. I um I've got to tell you, the most excited I was in this movie was during the opening titles because there was like a run because I didn't watch the trailer and there was like a run of people in this cast that just like lit me on fire. Mm. <laughs> when I saw John Leguizamo number one build, number we get excited with an build. and John Leguizamo on this yep. podcast, Michelle. So when I saw John Leguizamo before anything else, I was like, oh, my Lord, what a delight. <laughs> and then I saw Sarsgaard, mm-hmm. who is a, a, a real character actor in my opinion, someone I have no interest in seeing be a lead, even if he could be. He just He's always delightful on the third bill and I was so <laughs> excited when I saw him. And, and the then, end. And then are you going to say the end? Who was your end? Oh, bef- before this, mm. Denise Rich. Oh, is it Richards? Yes, Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Mm. So uh, when I saw, I thought th- that you'd like this. Yeah. When yeah. I saw the the left turn, because I've been seeing all these great character actors, and then what? Denise Richards. Yeah. Mm. She's in this film. Oh my lord! And I was like, I was already on cloud nine at Denise Richards. She was the like twist that I needed. Mm. Right. She was right there at the. Okay, what is this movie? And then the and. The and is what brought it home for me because it's the and Isabella Rossellini, which she gets the and build all the time. Yeah. That is her. She's famous for the and build. She would, uh, like, uh, God help the producer that signs her and Samuel L. Jackson onto a film. Oh, they're <laughs> fucked. Um, but that, Could yeah, you get an cast. and and then a with? Well, that's that's the, what they're pulling out on the Fast and the Furious films now. They're, they're yeah. like half and now. Yeah. Mm. They're of like course. and, and, of and, with, 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 with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got to say, Braz, when I uh, gave you this movie to watch, I was like, I reckon that Braz has some great, like, opinions on Denise Richards because I do <laughs> and I feel like you and I probably share the opinion that she's fucking sick. Yeah, she's great. We fucking love, you love so her. she's so beautiful. She She rules. She's so beautiful. And I, Braz, like me, loves campy horror 90s films, Uh right? And she's in so So many, many. like, early noughties, late 90s, campy thriller type movies. Tits always, tits out, great hair. Yep. Um... Always gets really great scenes. Do you know much about Denise Richards, Zach? You're well, looking like you don't. No, yeah, I do, but like I don't I don't think I've formed an opinion on Denise Richards. She's always fun because I love uh, Fun. One mm-hmm. of my faves is uh Starship Troopers, and she's great in Starship Troopers. I've not seen that. Uh it's very sci-fi. I don't think you'd like it, but she's great. You would like it. Mm. It's very sci-fi. But you would like it for the cast. The cast is just like who else is in it? Uh, I couldn't tell. Uh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris oh. in, a, in a really yes. early like uh, adult Neil Patrick Harris role. But beyond that, it's like a whole bunch, a whole bunch of Denise Richards. Mm. It's just the sexiest, yeah, great late nineties twenty eight year olds playing teenagers you've ever seen. The lead is like 
the jaw on that man is like horrific. <laughs> it's so full on. <laughs> you would love it for the cast. I, 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 I know you'll hate it for the sci-fi, but you'd love it for the cast. It's incredible. Fuck yeah. I watched um, Wild Things recently. <gasps> I need to oh, watch yeah. Wild Things. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. It's so important. It's so <laughs> important. I watched it when I was way too young. Are you still straight? Yeah. That's fucking mental. <laughs> But straight in the, like, I would say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of way, I, mean, you know? I know you're still human. I was just <laughs> checking. Yeah. Of course. I'm not fucking insane. That's her and Neve Campbell. Campbell. And Matt. Is it Nev Campbell or Neve Campbell? I've always oh, said. Mm. I've always said Nev Campbell. Neve I think Campbell. It's Nev Campbell. I say both. Anyway, and it's got, got Matt Dillon. Yeah. Um, but no, that movie, I watched it when I was way too young and didn't understand or comprehend it, but remember thinking, like, Oh, that's some hot sex or something like that when I was young. Yeah. But not comprehending the film. And then I was like, I'm older now. I wonder what the storyline is. It fucking, <laughs> it's so sick. You have to. It's w- really, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, sexy yeah, thriller. Sexy. Sexy. You only remember the pool. Yeah, that's the only thing I remember. My favourite pool sex scene is it's, um, uh, Showgirls. Show oh, have I've you not seen Showgirls. Oh, Michelle, trigger warning for the end. It's such a shame because <laughs> I'd love to screen it, but there's a really violent scene oh, at the end. Oh, okay. Um, but. There is a sex scene in that film yeah. that is the funniest, like least, <laughs> least. You talk about, uh, you know, Mish's horniness, like unhorny. It's, it, <laughs> it's, it's, oh, it's so, it's a pre- the, the sex scene in Showgirls oh. is so full on. Like it is the, but like. What were they going for? Uh, it, 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 and like, it's not like you're, it's not like a three second. It's like a full two minute. Who directed it? Uh, um, Paul Verhoeven. Paul Verhoeven. Oh, it, I think because uh, okay. he made it after. It's the same <laughs> writer as what was this? The one the sexy thriller you love that he made the year before. Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct. So important. So he made Basic Instinct and the writer did as well and then I think they just got free reign and then they were like, well, how far can we push this? Mm. And they just pushed it past sexy into just this realm that is just... Grotesque. Grotesque. <laughs> like, yeah. but not even. It's just like nothing. I feel nothing. I watch... This <laughs> just this, yeah. Like, there's a bit in it. I, I've heard, I love this bit. That, that someone pointed it out on something. There's a bit in it, like, half... There's nudity through the whole film. There's, like, literally no not nudity. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene halfway through the movie where she, like, rips off her bikini. Like, the the... the the showgirl choreographer rips off the bikini of the lead, like revealing her breasts. And it's like, we have seen these breasts more than we've seen them covered. <laughs> I've never cared less about seeing breasts. But in it's my like life. done like this big yeah. reveal. It's phenomenal. Yeah. The movie is so sexless. It's, it's so-, so funny. But if if not for that one scene in it, it would be like one of the most perfect movies. But that showgirls. one scene is fucked. Okay, I'm gonna watch Showgirls. We saw, we had some some nudity in Empire. Oh, good one. Bring back. Did we? Bring him back to Empire. Mm. Yeah, the bath scene. Oh, yeah. yeah that a, was odd. What an insane. Okay, so they went to a party. Yeah. yeah. And the party was attended by a very vast amount of age groups. Oh, yeah. Like, very strange. Yeah. We enter the party. I've, I've skipped ahead. Do we need to, like, go into the story of this? No, so, you just need to give context to the scene so, and we don't even okay. do that. Okay. So, <laughs> so John Leguizamo's met this rich man through Denise Richards because he's dating her friend and he's gone to this party with his girlfriend that's Denise Richards' boyfriend's, you know, Richard, he's meeting this guy there. And they go there and he's from the Bronx and they're all rich and Denise Richards. He's wearing a Richards, really big jacket. 
Yeah, he's wearing a big jacket. We see Denise Richards from behind at first and we assume she is a black woman because mm. what she is wearing yeah. on her head is an afro. Yes. Mm. And then she turns around and it is Denise and we go, oh, yes, <laughs> 2002. Yeah. All right. And then they would just sort of walk around this party and it's like Denise Richards there and she's like young and hot and like young and hot people who I guess, I, you know, and, and then there's like just like a lot of 75-year-old men there. Mm. And then there's these two women in the bath whose job it is to make eye contact with men <laughs> and who touch are each other's boobies. Touch each other's boobies. It just was, sponge bath twins. It was so <laughs> such a surreal moment because mm. it wasn't it wasn't given the context of performance no. art. It, no, it, it was it, like I didn't are know we in the if it was happening Where are you? Yeah. It, or if it was performance art or if it was just like part of the party, but there were too many people at the party that weren't the kind of people that would go for that kind of thing. Yeah, it was 100%. Strange. It was and just the director just went, and what if? There's some naked women. I think the rich people would have this. Yeah, naked women in bath. And so John goes up to the roof to kind of like go, oh, God, I don't want to be here. I feel so out of place because I'm from the Bronx and I sell cocaine and all these people, whatever. <laughs> and then Sarsgaard comes over and he's like <laughs> enjoying the view and gestures to these two like, Women just in the bath flopping about. But they're and right they, next to them. Then they they're basically to have in the bath with 100%. Them. Then they proceed to have a very important conversation about the trajectory of their lives in this room with these two women just sponge It's so yeah. yucky. It's yucky. It's, it's interesting. It was just an odd choice. It was, it, it was really out of place for the rest of the film, I feel. I will also say that this film is one of... There's a handful of them, but one of the most early 2000s films I've ever seen in terms of music, fashion, the way it's shot. like The, the way whole... it's shot. I oh. love the transitions. Oh, the fade-ins the f- and outs. It's so good. And this kind of slow motion, the sh- when the shutter's open, so like in, in the camera, so the slow motion's kind of blurry. I and really like, love that stuff. Ooh, it's like it, lo- it was filmed like the opening credits looked like the opening credits of a legal drama from the early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. It sort of reminded me of... A lot of '90s stuff, to be honest. Like, mm. it, but yeah, I, it was I the really. Bridge, loved it was that it. late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was an era, and I love that era. And it was a scrappy era. Mm. Things had started to emerge a little shinier, mm. and then, but yeah, it, it just sat back in that like sort of dark, yeah, graffiti. It was it was very fun. And John Leguizamo wears a necklace around his neck that says G. It is. The ugliest chain. It's so big. I feel mm. like they they were like, we'll use this chain in rehearsal or something. Like, and then we'll just, get the get, real we'll get chain. the real one. And then they couldn't, or they forgot. And they're like, you're just gonna have to wear this chain. Do you know what I reckon happened? I reckon it was like on day one. Mm. They, they he hadn't seen it. The director hadn't seen it. And then um, the art department brought it on in day one, and he was just like. Mm. <laughs> and he took a beat, like he took a full beat, and they're like, "You, it's G," and he's like, "Yeah, I just." I mean, it's in the whole movie. <laughs> and then they went, do you know what? He, he probably wears it inside. Yeah. He wears it inside his shirt for a lot of it. Yeah. We'll, we'll put it inside. John, just put it inside. I think he wears it inside. And they yeah. put it inside because they were like, we could still have time. Mm. If we put it in the shirt, yeah. <laughs> we'll still have time to get a new one by tomorrow. Yeah. And they put it in the shirt and then he got to the second scene of the day and it was like a topless scene. He was like, oh, all right. <laughs> all right. This is the G. Yeah. This it is, is honestly, the one. <laughs> to kind of make you understand, it's like a a thick gold chain, fine, but then the G that sits right between his pectoral is like a Comic Sans G. It's like he got it from Famous Arthur Daly's, yes. which is a dollar shop. Yes. It's like. But I was wondering, I, this was a real moment for me where I was like, is that what 
because it's he was his brothers, mm. right? And I was like, is that what people wore in the eighties, early nineties, eighties? Mm. Like, is that what that was evoking? Mm. I guess, but maybe not. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, it was very ugly, and I loved it. Mm, same, mm-hmm. and it saved his life. It did save his life. Uh, not the end. Not at the end. Spoiler warning, he does die in this film. Very legs to do around this era of filmmaking he was doing. He does die in this movie. It was quite sad, wasn't it? Yes, I thought so. I thought it was very sad. But he sort of deserved it because he was a bit of a dick. Well, it was like, I think it was just kind of like a, I need to sneeze. (laughs) (laughs) He was a dick. He was a dick. But I thought they made a fair argument that he was also a product of his circumstance. I thought that was an interesting sort of. Thesis of the film. Yeah, I like the idea that yeah, they were like he was a businessman, just like these Wall Street businessmen. And one thing like that. I but the will way say, he spoke to his girlfriend was pretty. Full oh on. yeah, awful, awful. No, that was that was definitely full on. Um, I'll let you comment on that. <laughs> no comment from me. <laughs> um, I don't endorse that kind of behaviour, even from <laughs> fictional characters. Um, but I, I think that one thing I I thought. After I'd watched it, like I quite enjoyed the ride. But one thing I thought after I watched it, and this is a big spoiler alert, but the reveal is that uh, Peter Sarsgaard is a con man and like a full con man. He goes up to the um, penthouse and it's empty. He goes to the office where they met and it was actually just a realty office that he'd like put a fake sign on. Like he was a full con man and he did this this con to get um, money off, off of John. And... One thing I think I wish they had done is that it, he wasn't full con man. I wish he'd been more like a Bernie Madoff. I wish he'd been like mm. a white collar crime that he was legit. But he'd made a few mistakes and he was in too deep. Well, oh, yeah. not, not even that. Like I kind of wish it was the the idea. I think to see through the theme of the film, yeah, this is just me. But to see through the theme of the film is that this is a like that that when John Leguizamo in his world. You know, in his world, you know, that's criminal. But in in this other world that on Manhattan Island, you can you can steal four and a half million from a person and do it legally and be yeah. like, well, sorry, that you know, I'm mm. good. I think is kind of more interesting. It's like this is this Peter Sarsgaard guy is as bad as he is, but well, could get away with it. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's interesting. I just think that could have been. I, more I actually loved. Twist. I loved the patheticness of him at the end. Though. Oh, when he was like, I don't know what to say. But yeah. this is so what, what I can, mean. What can I possibly yeah. say? This is what I mean. Is then there would have been so. I think if he had ripped him off yeah. legally, yeah. if he had ripped him off the way that Wall Street people rip people off every single day, and then he brought his kind of law into his. Head, House yeah, I agree. And was like, hey, you know, in your world you get a slap on the wrist mm. and maybe you're fine. In my world I shoot you in the head. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I also, was Denise Richards in on it? Yeah. So why didn't we, like I feel like we didn't get to see enough of her. We didn't get to see a betrayal between her and her best friend. Well, yes, she yeah. did. She tried to give John Leguizamo a big blowjob. Yeah, job. but we didn't see the two of them together. Oh, she got smacked in the head real hard. That is true. But, like, I wanted to, I wanted to see. Sorry, you uh, need to see, No, Michelle, we've done nothing but watch early 2000s movies. So our uh, moral compass has regressed. <laughs> no, nah, she smacked him in the head. 
She smacked her in the head good. I just wanted to see those two women and the, and the, how complex that is of being like, 100%. I was your friend, I lured in your partner, the father of your yeah. baby. And, like, the complexity of that for Denise Richards, if she does love her friend, like, when she finds out that they're pregnant, like, does that waver her? Mm. I don't know. I was just like, oh, there's so much rich going on between these women, but it's 2002, so we'll never see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I actually agree with that. I do agree with that. It would have been really cool to see a bit more of the Denise Richards and I don't know the actress's name. I'm sorry, but the character's name was Carmen. Um, yeah, I, cool just think that, I just think there was something like it ended up being that he was a very similar kind of crook. Or even, I just wish there was something about the, the comparison between white-collar crime and... And, yeah, I agree. And, you know, I just think that could have been interesting. And no, I agree with that. Absolutely. One thing I thought was really fascinating, you know how you talked about her hair being like an afro? Mm. Yes. I was thinking about that, right? As you said it, I was like, yeah, that is. But then I thought about it and I thought they often were looking at African art and like when they were in the bar there was like an African um, themed artwork like around the musician playing and all of the service staff are Latino in the in the like in the yeah. and I, I I wonder if there wasn't an element that it was deliberate like this I like I just wonder if there wasn't a layer. I mean, it was there was a lot about race and about class, and I mean, even the yeah, like put labels that we put on people. It was a little, little bit of that. Just something yeah, about sure. like how that world interacts with. I don't. Know, I just wonder if there was a deliberateness to it, which is hard to know in two thousand and two. Yeah. <laughs> um, do I have a, a bit of a fun fact about this film? Oh, Ooh. I love a fun fact. Um, John Leguizamo was not originally cast as the role of Victor. <gasps> oh. He was originally cast as a role of Jimmy, wow. who was his best mate, who took over. That oh, particular yeah, yeah, corner. Yeah. Um, Is he the one who shoots the guy and starts yeah, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was originally his role. And then when traditionally what he would what be cast. Yeah, a hunch. Yeah. But John was offered that role and then John read through the script and like uh, through like some working and development just goes, I really want Victor. Went to the director who this is their first movie, by the way, the director's first film. Went to the director oh. was like, I really want Victor. And he was like, are you sure we can't afford you because you're John Leguizamo? Oh. And John's like, I want it. I'll take it for wow. whatever. And then because they took John and John took the role of Victor, put his name on as producer for this film, grabbed oh. all the other names, the Sarsgaard, <gasps> the Denise, oh the Isabella God. Russell. That got the big names because John was playing the lead in this film. That's amazing. For a very small amount of money. Good on John. Yeah. Good he on really John. wanted the role. Yeah. He's like, I'll do it for the cost that you're going to pay me for Victor. I mean, for uh, Jimmy or whatever. Mm. But That's a great I'd like role. Victor. I love his redemption in being is kind of like just not not wanting to fuck Denise Richards. Like Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I respect that he didn't. Like how hard would it be to not fuck Denise Richards? Really hard. Yeah. I was like, good for you. <laughs> Denise Richards always like it's very nineties. But like I was just thinking about Dev Campbell and like uh the, Denise Richards always had a counterpoint. Always had she was always like the the sultry to the innocent. Like there's yeah. always like the sweet. Oh, my sweet, God, always. Like al- always. I can't think of a single role that she played where there wasn't like the sweet innocent counterpoint to her role. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, She's the, uh, and to that's, me, that's why she died. It was a reaction to, against, I can talk about this for a long time, mm. it was a reaction against um, feminism and people uh, you know, rising up. Then they started um, idealising like young women, very young, very innocent, very wide-eyed and so they would put them opposite a siren and the siren would always lose or be bad or whatever. Evil. It was it was this um, reaction to women standing up and saying, we're not going to do sex scenes, we're not going to do this. And then so 
they went, well, we'll just cast a 16-year-old and we can do that because it's this time. Isn't that fucked up? Mm. And it's a, it's a byproduct of that. It sort of happened in the end of the 80s and then... Anyway, I just watched the Brooke I just, documentary. I, I really want to watch that. Brooke Shields. What's it called? Baby oh, something. Oh, Pretty Baby. Pretty Baby. Oh, yeah. Oof. I really want to watch it. It yeah. looks so interesting. She's so interesting. What an inter- like fucked career. Anyway, Denise Richards. I wonder now if Denise, what Denise thinks when she looks back at her like catalogue, I suppose. I mean, is she still working? I'm sure she's doing bits and stuff like that. But to me, it's the perfect example of like, you know, your, when your mother says to you, you'll never look as good as this. You're so beautiful. You're, she can totally look back and be like, I was fucking hot when I was younger. <laughs> I was so fucking hot. Everything I did was hot. Like I couldn't fucking do, put a step wrong. And she can now, and she, I'm sure she's probably still very hot. But she can literally look back at her career and just be like, fuck, I was fucking hot. Yeah, she's the sort of person that's probably still hot, I imagine. I am probably still I, um, She's on Real Housewives. Oh, yeah. she is. No, she only did one season and I haven't gotten to that season yet. Oh, my God. She's on Beverly Hills. She's yeah. in one of my favourite 90s horrors, which is almost impossible to find, but I think you can rent it on YouTube now, called Valentine. Yeah, I remember Have Valentine. Have you seen? Yeah. With Angel from yeah, Buffy? with Angel, with it. David Boreanaz. I love her. I How love good is that movie? We've never talked about film. that. I want to watch Valentine again. I'm what was that? that watch it with me. <laughs> yes. What was that one that Sarah Michelle Gellar was in with the magic food? Did you ever see? Simply that? Irresistible. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> that was on Tubi the yeah. other day, and I took a photo. I've never seen Simply Irresistible. Uh, she makes magic food. Yeah, she, if she cries into her food, it makes it when people eat it, they cry. Like yeah. her emotion, whatever emotion, I'd forgotten that layer. All I remember was magic food. She, whatever emotion she's feeling when she's cooking, she has the ability to make people feel that emotion when they eat the food. That's so beautiful. It's actually an original French film. It sounds like a That feels What we want to do is we want to take the French film, we want to remove the like whimsy and yeah. just make it this weird like early 2000s that's, romantic film. That's what Simply Irresistible was originally a French film that then got remade with Buffy and some guy who never had much of a career beyond. Legit great idea for a podcast just popped into my head. I don't think you'd do – I think you wouldn't just do Buffy, but my thing is Buffy adjacent. But you do all things like that. You do like adjacent, like whatever the Mike pop Myers culture not, moment yep. was, yep, yep, mm-hmm. all yep. the things happening around it. So oh, okay. all the things that – you watch that angel horror movie, you watch Simply Irresistible. I, if anyone's like, why did Mitch just yell Mike Myers? Because oh, I thought please. what you meant was he he's Austin Powers and then after that he tried to do other things but it was always just Austin Powers doing that thing. Yeah, no, I'm like, talking more like because Austin Powers did well – what did the other like? Yeah, who yeah. else got a movie? Because, because if of I know that. what you did last summer, Buffy season yeah. three was season five was incredibly dark. Mm. I just watched the first two. I know what you did last summer's. Fuck, they they're so good. Yeah, they're so. Inter- There's a third that was made in 2006, and I'm so interested to see what it's like because I know what you did last summer is the most 90s. Have you watched the reboot? No. There's a reboot on Amazon. Yeah, I watched it. What's it like? Um. It's like a reboot. A reboot. Okay. Yeah. It was really. It was fun to watch. Okay. Sick. Yeah. It's set in Hawaii. It's like business. Nice. I think it was Hawaii. I might have just made that How up. There's funny a beach. Is reboot. <laughs> How funny is that reboot? American accent. There's a beach. <laughs> How funny is reboot as a concept? Like, like, like. Hollywood just made reboot a thing and now reboot means remake. Remake, reboot are interchangeable mm. words. They're like, we're taking the story 
but we're doing it differently. And so that's mm-hmm. that's a remake. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Streaming services love to do it and turn them into little series. And, and I think like a remake's that. fine. People flip out about it. They're like, oh, why are you remaking everything? They always have. Did they make, uh, is it Fatal Attraction they've done? Again? There's something that yeah. I watched it. I watched it. It was Fatal Attraction. With, with Lizzie Kaplan and Joshua Jackson? That yeah. One? Is it good? Um, I'm so excited for that. The, this is the, so I watched the whole thing. I watched it with my partner. It was our like... We're having like a stressful work week or something like that, so I come home and watch just drivel. And he's I don't never think se- it's going to be drivel. He never I'm saw very, the movie. I got high hopes. And I, wa- I was like, I'm keen to watch. Joshua Jackson is so good in it. He's he plays that role so well. It's like very eerie. Like it's oh, like wow. it makes you think that oh, I reckon you'll like that. But I'm sure he's not. I'm sure he's just a very good actor. <clears throat> Joshua Jackson's great. So he good. was in this year's, but the thing with this mini series, right? Because it's about six episodes, I think, mm-hmm. maybe eight, six or eight, um, is it would have been a better movie. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's very much the vibe. It's like, it's like it's like Fubar, Arnold Schwarzenegger's um, TV show that I love. Mm. But I, yeah, I'm like, this is an action movie, yeah. but it just goes for a long time, and which like- I actually like. Well, there you go. I'm happy I've got it for a longer time. But so sometimes mo- I'm like, I don't need that. That was how I felt about what was the one with uh, about uh, Tommy Lee and um, Tommy Lee, Pamela, and Pamela Anderson, the, I whatever. I don't know how I feel about that series as a whole anyway, but it was same. It was just like this would have made an amazing mm-hmm. hour and a half long movie, and yeah. now it's 10 hours. We've like, this is 10 <laughs> yeah. hours of content. And, um, the Fatal Attraction series <laughs> is very much that, and, like, I would never watch it again. They've set it up for a season two, and I don't think I'm keen on that. I just wanted to see what they would have done, and what's the actor's, not Josh Jackson, the other actor's name? Lizzie. Lizzie? Kaplan. Kaplan, so good. Yeah. She's great. She's oh, my God, she's, she's great. One of the best. You should watch. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> And funny. <laughs> and funny. Mm. You I just should watch you. Um, Flashman is in trouble. <laughs> she's she's really good yeah, in I've that. Got to watch that. She's really good in that. And also the OC's Joshua Jackson is in that. Who's the OC? Seth? Oh, oh yeah, Seth. Seth Cohen. The Seth OC's Cohen. Joshua Jackson. <laughs> he is. He absolutely is. <laughs> He's really, the OC's really Pacey. <laughs> OC's Pacey. Um, any any uh, final, final thoughts. thoughts on this? I really... I really enjoyed this film. Oh, good! I'm I, so glad. I think it was. Uh, I think it was what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think I've lost my mind doing this podcast. I don't know <laughs> if I would have enjoyed it outside of the context of this podcast. I don't think it was perfect. No. But there were just these moments and there were these sparks and I thought it was going for something really interesting. I'll say this. It was a one, an hour and 50-minute movie or something. 40. Oh, yum, yum, yeah, yum. Yeah. I didn't feel the time. I remember seeing that going, God, I wish it was 20 minutes shorter before I started it because I was a bit tired. But then I didn't feel the time. It was entertaining. I was entertained by the film, which is all I ask from a movie. Um, I don't. I think in terms of the gangster film genre, yeah. it's definitely not the best. No. But it's because it's made in 2002. Yeah. And that's sick. <laughs> like, I it's, respect that. It, it's a nice little, like, I liked that about it. I, I will never watch it again. No. I can't see why I would ever watch it again, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought it was fine. <laughs> Do you know what I yeah. think? I think it was nice. Like, it was a low budget. It was an indie film. Mm-hmm. And I think that it was shooting for something bigger sometimes. And mm-hmm. I think if the story was just that little bit smaller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And that little bit more contained and that little bit more inside what it was, mm. I think it really could have been very special. Less about someone getting out of it, more just about mm. 
you know, the world. But you're right. I think there are the, the go watch Goodfellas and The Wire, and yeah. you're going to get anything this is giving. But um, what a delight. Love a Sarsgaard, love yeah, a Riggs, really love an Isabella Rossellini. It was just nice to watch a movie that I would never have watched. It's the same thing we always talk about in this pod. It's like I got to watch a movie I would never watch. I enjoyed it. I now know it exists. Denise Richards. I looked up the filmmaker <laughs> to see what else he had done and he's done another film with Johnny Legg. The so Ministers. Was, oh. The Ministers. Because I was like, this is a really promising first film. Hunch. Uh, and he hasn't done a lot since. And I, I just said he's only done like six films. Yeah, but I, I think there was a really promising first film and I, I'm really intrigued to see what – I'm really intrigued by the ministers. Well, we'll get on to it. I remember, oh, find, I remember right that now. one being difficult to find. Ah, uh, was it? Michelle, you're welcome to come Do you want to come and watch the ministers? The ministers? Yeah, I do. Want. Hey! Hey! Harvey Keitel, <laughs> I believe. Yes. Legs and Ooh. Kaitel, which is a great yeah. – we could, could we all get together and watch it together and maybe have dinner? Yeah. We can do dinner oh, and watch it. I love it dinner. Together, yeah. yeah. What just happened there? I was going to say separately, but no, we can watch. We can We're watch friends. it together. What's wrong with you? Yeah. No, because I, I feel like if we watch it together, we'll comment as we watch it, and I hear the what podcast you're saying. Will be like, hello. I will say, Zach and I have never, other than like a couple of like ads or music videos, we've never watched one of Johnny Legs's films together. Oh, the menu. Sorry, I stand corrected. We watched the menu together, and that affected the podcast. Well, yeah, because I went into going, Zach, you are not to talk about this film. We can't comment on the menu. We can't talk about what we think of the film. And Twenty minutes into the movie. I looked over to Zach and said, this is one of the best fucking movies I've ever fucked. <laughs> so how am I gonna be how am I gonna be able to be like how am I gonna give this any uh, objectivity? Braz, thank you so much for coming on Mission Zach's Leguizamarama. Where can people you. find you? She's gonna give her Leguistamos. Oh, yeah. Well, why not? Hey, we'll get the Leguistamos. Where can we find you? Let's yeah. put it earlier in the podcast. Where you can find me? Yeah. Instagram. <gasps> TikTok. Oh, wow. You're on, you're on TikTok now. Yeah, I made a fucking TikTok and I'm posting clips of my stand-up like a... Good, welcome. Good, 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 good. I'm good. doing it. I'm doing it. You I'm know? proud of you. I I'm just don't... I don't like to go on the app. Um, I don't know why. You will... It's so loud. You open it and it immediately plays something. You have no choice. And then if you want to get out of that, another thing plays. Yeah. That's so... Oh, I just, I feel like I've walked into a room full of screaming. It's so full on. I, uh, I, I. I'm not saying there's good content on no, there. No, I hear really you. Is. The, the, it really is. Yeah, I agree. There's great creators on that platform. Yeah, TikTok but, is great. But, but I, just... I, I know when I'm watching it, if I get up to go to the toilet and I'm watching it as I'm walking. Oh, my I go, God. Oh, so I don't have TikTok. I have an account and I have yeah. an account with like followers. Yeah. But I don't have TikTok on my phone. I never post to it be- for exactly that reason because it's just like I can't do it. It's a mm. little pokey machine in my pocket and it fucks up my Oh, uh, I think we're on the wrong – I think we're on the other end of the – I don't like it. Yes. I am not no, addicted to it. No, we're very different it. people in that I do sense. not. It makes me close it and then You hate it for the reason that I can't – we both yeah. – can't have it on our phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for opposite reasons. Yeah. You hate yeah. it. I love it. It's like yeah. it's just dopamine, isn't it? Yeah, I enjoy it. I, yeah, for I, me, it doesn't feel like dopamine. It feels like. But yeah, then like I just. But I, I have it for all of the reasons that I sh- that you Instagram's two don't quieter. have it. <laughs> Instagram is quieter because you can. Because choose. genuinely, because the algorithm, I think they're improving their algorithm, and it's getting more like TikTok, and it's making me want to be on Instagram less. Because <laughs> there was a time when Instagram's algorithm was shit enough that I would be like, okay, this is for just like shit things in a row. Like I'm good. <laughs> I can stop with the reels now. Yeah. Whereas now they're starting to figure it out. I'm like, oh no, you hooked me for long enough. <laughs> <laughs> Legostamo ratings. 
Leguistamos, it's got to be a five Leguistamo for me. He's in it heaps. He's he's uh, Hollywood Guizamo. He's so fit. Um, he gets shot. Uh, he he kind of does everything in this. He film, nearly gets he? a blowjob from Denise Richards, but he's like, "No, I'm too good of a man." Well, no, he was like, "Oh, don't do that." Her. No, yeah. let's just quickly don't do that. You know, you're beautiful. Yeah, so he's married. Like, he's getting he's got a partner who's pregnant, right? And Denise Richards is like going to literally sliding down his body to give him a yeah. blowjob. Yeah. And rather than just being like, "Excuse me, I've got a partner," yeah. he just mm-hmm. goes he. He's topless. Yeah, he yeah. just sits back on the couch, like leans back, and goes, "Oh no, don't." Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's probably oh, the right interpretation of that stop. scene. He does want to like, turn away from her. <laughs> he doesn't want to kiss her on the mouth. Yeah. I believed in my heart. <laughs> I believed in my heart that he was going to stop her. I think he would have. I, I believe that was watching that scene. And this is just it's open to interpretation, but I believed in my heart that he was going to say, "That's enough now," and and walk away and cool down. All right. Yep. And and the bad thing was, you know, that's what I think. So I you're think going he, with a five? Yeah, and I'm okay with people not going with a five, but I just, I, I, I mean, he produced it, he's in it, mm-hmm. he's sexy in it, he's good at acting in it, he plays an asshole. he plays a love, loving man, mm-hmm. he, he does everything in it, he's funny, mm-hmm. Peter Sarsgaard's in it. I think Peter Sarsgaard is worth half a leg with Star. Oh, without a, <laughs> no, a whole one, I'd give him you a know, whole leg like, with Star. Like uh, Isabella Rossellini, like... Even if there's, and you'll give me reasons for why it loses Leguistamos, but Sarsgaard and Rossellini together, uh, that's that's a good buffer. <laughs> so I give it five, but I, I understand if it. Me to go? Yeah. You go. Um, I would have given it four and oh, a half. Oh. I would have. The reason I'm giving it a five oh. is because mm-hmm. I found out that extra little fun tidbit about the fact that he was originally cast and then chose, like, asked to be the, um, originally cast as Jimmy and then asked to be Victor and worked towards that and essentially helped build this film using his name and that's a fucking leguizamo we thing to do. Yeah, what a ledge. What a ledge. So I'm going to go with a five for all the reasons you said plus the extra little titty bit. Um, and I w- it's okay if you don't want to give it. Well, listen, I was going to give it four and a half and if you because I time. feel like it lost half because I didn't get to see him be... As like cheeky as I wanted, you know that cheeky yeah. element. But when you're talking about the things that add a star or half a star, then I'm like, all right, well maybe that makes up for it. So I'm happy to give it a five. Are you yeah. sure? Are you yeah. sure? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm giving it a five. I'm committing it. to the five. Committing to a five. Five. That means that's a Leguizamarama. No, it's a Leguizamarama. Fucking hell, Jesus Christ. is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that is good. But no, it is a Leguizamarama. <laughs> that means you've been on two films that are Leguizamaramas. Leguizamaramas. Oh, no, it's stuck now. Because <laughs> you did Latin history for morons. That was a Leguizamarama. Did you do Latin history for morons? I think so. Yeah, you've like, done, this is your fourth then because you've done the two John Wicks as well. Yep. Yep. Oh, my God, then it's your fifth because you also sat in for... Um, oh, yeah, that, that one that, that I came in that I didn't watch. That <laughs> 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 I just found you out the front and was like, do you guys want me to come up? <laughs> that was good. Um, c- can you guys talk about how I'm going to the UK and doing shows? Of course we can. To your m- many viewers. Yeah, is this too late? Do you want us to put it up top? Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Yeah. But well, keep this in. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep all of this in. We'll wrap this up and in the record we'll we'll, we'll do the Edinburgh top. Fringe. Yeah, yeah, cool, great. Um, uh, but Mish... Thank you. Me, Mish. I accidentally called Michelle Mish, so I just tried to cover by being like, That's Mish, fine. thank you. <laughs> That's fine. Mish, thank you. Michelle, thank you. Of course, we set it up the top. 
Uh, we'll say it again. You're heading to Edinburgh. I'm heading to Edinburgh Fringe, baby. Any little Scots listening, tell your friends. Tell, tell your, your friends. little Scottish friends. Bring your friends. Book ahead. It booked out last year, so who knows with the cost of living crisis. But I'm going to assume it's going to book ahead again. It's one of you're in Glasgow. Glas- and you can jump on the train, go up if you're in Gl- Glasgow. Glasgow. That's where Lewis Capaldi is at the moment. Glasgow. Um, and you should definitely. He's got a nice voice. Beautiful. What a voice. Um, he's taking a little break from singing at the moment. I learned that from TikTok. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. But no, everyone go and see Braz's show. It's like one of the most entertaining things I've ever seen. And she's phenomenal. Thank you. You'd be insane not to. Absolutely fucking stupid. Thank you. Um, as for everyone listening, thank you so much. Uh, You'll take care now and uh, we, we'll see you next week. What's Tom going to put at the end of this though? Mm, maybe one of Michelle's songs. Put one of Michelle's <gasps> songs. Yeah, of course. Do you have anything recorded? With Tom? Yeah, probably. Uh, Tom recorded? would have stems. But yeah. do you want anything? Are you okay with anything at the end of this episode that you have whatever, Whatever he has of me in his computer. <laughs> He can use. You can chuck it up, Perfect. Tom. And if it's a good thing, more of that in the show. If it's not a good thing, it, that's not what she does in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye. Breathing in, breathing out on his skin. I have found something more, something Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.